the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Looking for a mobile measurement partner? Or like the cool kids like to say, an MMP? Well, we've got you covered with our partner, Airbridge.io. Experience an unparalleled, accurate, and unified view of your mobile marketing performance, even in today's dynamic landscape shaped by privacy changes. What's more, Airbridge has recently launched MMM Studio, setting a new standard as the only MMP offering a self-service marketing mix modeling solution. Say goodbye to guesswork and hello to data insights. Learn more by going to their website, airbridge.io. That once again is airbridge.io. Notix is an audience re-engagement service based on web and in-app push notifications that work for both desktop and mobile devices. With Notix, website app owners and marketers can share their content and interact with their audiences in a highly engaging channel while still having the opportunity to monetize both mobile and web subscribers. Learn more by visiting notix.co. That is N-O-T-I-X dot C-O. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com. And we're going to talk today all about the your favorite topic and mine too, App Store Optimization. It's what most people know us for. And so here to break it all down is a friend that I've known for quite some time. We had some dinner back in WWDC of 2016, and he's going to break it all down, especially if you've got no downloads, what should your ASO strategy be? So without further ado, let's bring in Ariel from App Figures. Hello. Ariel, welcome to the show. Hey, happy to be here. Man, 2016, I was trying to run back in my mind and think when was that steak dinner and I couldn't remember. It's, it's been <laughs> I so remember. long. It's the only WWDC I've been to. And then I've got a, oh, a really? jacket with 2016 on the back. So, <laughs> got a pretty good crowd here already. What's up, Joe? David's here as well. I want to say hi to Ricardo. Got to talk to him. Aruna, Nurex, Dean. How's it going, Miguel? Fridays with fam. In case you didn't know, Ariel is Fridays with at Masters. And then Katon, Adrian, Julio. This is going to be a good one. It is going to be a good one. And Definitely. Luke. I'm fine. Ariel. Let's break it down because I think this is one of our favorite topics to talk about too. And you do a great live stream. So go check out appfigures.com. But I want to really break down like, all right, Ariel, for the, the developer out there who might have just launched their app or is getting no download, what should our ASO strategy be? All righty. So, well, let, let's start in the beginning. I think the beginning is what is App Store optimization? Obviously, everyone knows this, right? Like everyone knows what App Store optimization is, but... I get so many questions where people don't know the basics. So I'll give you the basics in a gist. And if you hate this, let me know in the comments that I should move forward into the more advanced stuff. Just okay. jump in. <laughs> so a lot of people ask me, what is App Store optimization? And I say, very easy. It's a way to tell Apple and Google what your app does. That's at the end of the day what it is. It's not manipulating the algorithm. It's not doing anything else. It's just telling them what your app does because they have no idea. But how do you do that? That's really the question. And that goes for apps with zero new downloads, a thousand new downloads, a million new downloads, all of them 
need to tell the algorithm what the apps do, 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 does, do, because, <laughs> and for games too, because at the end of the day, you want to appear in search results. If you think about it, Apple and Google spend so much money, so much effort driving people into the app store. They say, there's an app for that. And the only way to find those apps, for the most part, is through search. Apple used to have this figure of 80-something percent on their site of traffic, of downloads coming from search. They took it down for some reason, but it was that high. So you use ASO to tell the app stores what your app does, and then they rank you in search results. And that's pretty much it. But if, if your app does not have downloads, if your app has downloads, that's one thing. And misconception, downloads don't actually lead to better ASO, to better ranks. That's not a thing that happens, unfortunately. Well, fortunately, unfortunately, depends on which side of the download scale you're on. But what it is, is it's all about where and how you use keywords. Because again, we're telling the algorithm what, they, what it should know about your app or game. And then we're also using ratings as the currency. More ratings is more better for the algorithm. So mm. that's kind of the basics, kind of the basics. But let's talk about no downloads, because I, I know that's a topic everyone wants to talk about. And I'm sure we'll get some more questions in the chat. So um, feel free to ask questions as they come up. The idea behind no downloads is, is kind of simple. So if you need keywords to rank, keywords to be included in search results, that you can do without any downloads. You don't need any sort of ratings, any sort of downloads to be just considered to be ranked. The only problem is without downloads, you're not going to get ratings. And without ratings, you're not going to get up high in the search results. So what you'll do if you can't do that, you got to reverse that. You got to aim low. <laughs> That's really where you begin. And you, you got to build up that momentum. So if you think about it, ratings, or if we talk about it, ratings are the currency. So if you did your keyword research correctly and you did your keyword optimization correctly, meaning you found the keywords where you can compete that are relevant and are as popular as you can actually get, and then you use them properly in the name and the subtitle and the keyword list and the short description, you optimize your long description on Google Play and use tools and you did it with actual data, then you should be well positioned. And now all you really need to do is you need to start small. Start small and grow from there and grow from there and grow from there. And that's what you really want to do. One of the biggest mistakes that I see is that developers just aim so high for the most popular keyword competing with Instagram, for example. You're just never going to win that way. And so start low and go from there. And um, I think, Steve, you can probably talk about this a little bit as well. Yeah, starting low is, is not, there's no like hard set number for what is low. It really depends on your competition, on the keywords you're going after. How do you approach this on, uh, on your end? You know, I was gonna, I was gonna, you're the guest, my bro. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm curious. Answer I'm yeah, curious. yeah, no, I appreciate it. The, so I like to start with at least 30 search score traffic. Area. Mm -hmm. And then we can kind of break it down with the keyword inspector that you have here. And so Let's let's try. You want to try a keyword with me? Meditation. Yeah, let's do, let's do a keyword. Oh yeah, you're going for the big guns. I'm always going for meditation. I always pick on that. But like you know, what I try to do with this with meditation. And look, I'm on. I should if you subscribe to it, you'll see the popularity score. But you'll see that like sixty. It's like super high. Mm -hmm. And so I like to go a little bit deeper, and then or like lower in the funnel, and think about like deep breathing or pace breathing because. Number low opponent of it's a lot less crowded in that space because mm -hmm. the big guys are all going after the keyword anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So okay. 
the the cool tool. So this is Keyword Inspector in App Figures, and that's actually one of my favorite tools because it gives you everything you need to know in a really easy way to see it, and very very quickly too. So if you look at Meditation, you can see the keyword, you can see the um the popularity mm-hmm. score, which for some reason is not loading for you. We're gonna fix that, okay. but I you can also see. In... <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up on my side later, and we can take a look, but. It shows you the popularity score. It also shows you the actual results, and it shows you their new ratings. And you're not going to see new ratings anywhere else, not on the App Store or really anywhere else, mm. because the most important thing for Apple in this example is to show you the overall ratings. A million ratings is great. But the ASO for ASO purposes, the algorithm actually looks at the last 30-ish days. So you're not going to see that on the App Store. They have no incentive to show you that, but you need to see that. And that's where you see in Keyword Inspector. So I use it all the time for my keyword teardowns and really for everything else. I love it, man. Was there anything, when you said low still, like was there anything else we should be focused on if we have no downloads? Is it just, should we try to run some Apple search ads or should we do anything else beyond like going after these low competitions? We have it in our title and subtitle, but what else should we be doing, Ariel? So there's more that you can do on the organic side, but yes to to Apple search ads. And I saw that in the chat as well. So let's talk about, what it means to find keyword opportunities. And then I'll move on to other methods that are not really just about keywords. But keyword opportunities, the way I see them at least, are keywords that are the algorithm decided to to rank some apps that don't have the keywords in their name because they probably there aren't that many apps that target that keyword. But the search volume or the popularity score is high-ish. And Steve, you said 30. I really like 30. I think it's a good number. If you can't find a 30 in the keywords that you're targeting, aim a little lower, that's still okay. But if you find a 35 or a 36 or a 37, and that's not a linear scale, so a 37 is more than two better than a 35. So you want to aim just as high as possible where the apps are not targeting the keyword in their name. You can target it using your name, and you will actually do considerably, considerably better. So even if you have two ratings, maybe not two, maybe 20, but the top mm-hmm. results have a thousand, you still have the potential of ranking in the top five for a keyword if you are actually using it better than the competition. That's a small trick. Not many people talk about it. And I think a lot of people don't think about how important it is to use the name for keywords, which is mind boggling in 2023. So that's usually where I start. If you aim for those thirties, so- oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just wanted to give an example, like deep breathing as the example. I don't think it has that much traffic. Okay. But I'm just using yeah. it as an example. So you're saying like deep breathing as an example, you can see the top five results are not using deep breathing. So this gives us an opportunity. If this was a small keyword, we want to go after to go after that keyword and use it in our app title. Yeah. Am I following along? Okay. Okay. Exactly. I love it. So it's uh i'm trying to get you on the right plan so we can see all the data <laughs> i know <laughs> i emailed frank too dude <laughs> i figured that's what you're doing <laughs> yeah i got him on slack so yeah that's exactly the idea the idea is you find a keyword that someone else decided is not important enough for them but it's still getting a ton of searches and you know what's really cool about this i was working with a big company uh, the bbc actually they were on my live show a few maybe a year ago or so and they were mm-hmm. telling me how they found a keyword that their competitors were using that they weren't using, but not because they couldn't, not because it was too popular or anything like that. It's because they just didn't think about it, like a twist on a thing that their app does. I think it was a game. And they said, as soon as they used it, they saw an immediate increase in ranks and only because they didn't think about using it. But then they saw it in the tool, they saw it in the competitor keywords report, another tool that we have in app figures for app store optimization. 
So it's one of those things where you can't always think about that all of the keywords because people have just infinite creativity and infinite intuition when it comes to how to search on the app store. So that's why this works so well. There aren't that many keyword opportunities, so it's possible that for your niche, if you're doing something very specific, you won't find them. Mm. But I've been able to find keyword opportunities almost in every type of app that I've, I've looked at or helped or worked with over the last few years. And I write about it all on Keyword Teardown, so it's definitely possible. Where do you like to go? So you, I know you said your Keyword Inspector is one of your favorite tools. I'm locked yeah. now. Is there any way where you try to, like your favorite tool on App Figures to find yeah. these keyword opportunities? So let me show you. Uh, what yeah, do we got? Let's, uh, let's go back to meditation. Okay. The keyword meditation in Keyword Inspector. And then that highlights it in the list. So you can see which apps are using which words. It's actually really cool. Can see the competitiveness is really high. I like you're like, don't even go for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's meditation. Apple made an app for almost this. They made an app for journaling, which I think is very close to what this is going to be. So yeah. Right. Um, so now on the right hand side, you'll see a view in and then if you or compare in just above the table. Let's see results. On the right hand side. Oh, compare to yep. yeah. And then go into keyword into competitor keywords. Right here, compare yeah. compare keywords. Okay, compare keywords. Yeah, and what that's going to do when that opens up is that loading. Might just be on my end. Oh, there oh, you go. we got it. I've never had a live stream where everything just worked fast. I know, smooth. right? <laughs> as soon as I turn off the camera, everything is like super smooth. And it could be my internet just it's not going fast right now. Ah, so yep. what's happening? Mm-hmm. What's happening here is now we're taking the top five results from Keyword Inspector that we just saw, and we're throwing it into a lookup that will give us all the keywords from all of those apps together. Mm. And what we can do here, there we go, is here I like to find keyword gaps. So imagine if I'm one of the apps in this list, and if I'm not, I can add my app very quickly. That What we just did was a shortcut. Right. I can now find all the keywords that my competitors are ranking in that I'm not ranking in. And so if... It's possible that maybe a competitor came up with a much, they just did a lot of research and found a clever and novel way to find their app. I can now take it. Mm. And you can do that. You can sort and you can filter. There are filters up top, so you can filter for, let's say, popularity of 30 plus. Right. I see that medium. Oh, that's so great, dude. You did all the things. So like we can say medium or low, mm-hmm. and then we can start really figuring out like let's exactly. competitiveness. And then from here, you can go back to Keyword Inspector, check out yeah. the actual other results, see if you can maybe sneak in, see yep. if they're optimizing with the keyword in their name. And if all of that is really sexy, go for it. And that's how you win with a, with a, a brand new app or an app that hasn't had enough traction. It's, it's a lot of work. You have to really put in the time. But when I say a lot of work, I mean like an hour. I don't yeah. mean like six weeks. Yeah, Which I is agree. the cool thing about this. Just got to know how to use the tools a little bit. And once you use them, that's it. You're in business. So what you would do from here is you'd actually track all the keywords that you like. That's mm-hmm. what I do. That's yeah, my process. Mm-hmm. And that would put them into the keyword performance report. And then you can see all the trends, especially if your app is ranked for them. And then after that, you can optimize for it, meaning put it in the name, hopefully the name, or if you need to, the subtitle and the keyword list, push out that update. And then those trends will update. And hopefully you're doing a good job and just through the roof. And you'll get an email when that stuff happens. I like it. I know a past guest of mine, Rooted, Anya, was talking about how she went after panic attack and she ranks really well for panic attack. 
And she said, look, it was that same strategy we talked about. Hey, going after a smaller keyword, but that's less difficult. Only 136 apps show up for it, but it's Mm -hmm. very targeted. And what I found, Ariel, too, is, you know, obviously meditation, mindfulness, all around the panic attack. But if somebody's having a panic attack, they're very likely to subscribe anyways. Mm -hmm. So the deeper down the funnel that you go from a keyword perspective, we started with meditation, but panic attack is in here the deeper the the lower you go, the smaller the keyword, the more the higher the intent as well. Yeah. And I think it's a great starting point for beginning developers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like it. Do you think that just keyword optimization alone is enough these days? Yes and no and maybe. So the the yes is I think if you take the time and you actually do it, and you you have realistic expectations, you don't expect overnight to be a success, um, and you give it you know a few weeks, a few months, then you will do okay. But it also isn't. And that's where it's critical to understand who your audience is. What do they want? How many other competitors do you have in that space? Are they well-known? Are they not? Are they nameless? And it's just a matter of whoever shows up in search results or are there very existing, very known popular brands? And all those make it a little bit more difficult because if you're competing with a game, for example, there are a lot of games that are brandless. So the first one that comes up in search results, uh, Solitaire, for example, You'll pick the first one. They all kind of look the same. They have the same colors for the icon. There's not really a lot of variety. And the variety that they do have within the game, you're not going to see until after you download it. So the decision to download is not really based on any of the real features when it's something like Solitaire. It's just it's too basic. So for those, you really just need to show up first in search results. They're also extremely well optimized because of that. So that's going to make it a little bit more difficult to find those keyword opportunities. And that's where you would want to go and you want to build that um, ratings performance because ratings are the currency to App Store optimization, especially on the App Store. Google Play is a lot more sophisticated, but on the App Store, that's all you need to do in order to rank up. And I show that in my newsletter almost every week. Yeah. Now, this but, is great, dude. Is this the SMA downloads for, okay, for the entire app? I love how you the entire just app, have yeah. everything in one spot you know a lot of times we're going back and forth different things like oh in certain tools won't show you all this data but you're like yo here's our estimated downloads here's the ad networks so Mm -hmm. you can see that this app the second solitaire app is getting about fifty three thousand downloads but not to according to app figures no paid ads going on and then Mm -hmm. you can see the new ratings and all this other stuff too released seven years ago i love that and this is, I've been cool. working with this for so long, just doing app store optimization for so long. That's exactly what I want to yeah. see. So that's why it's there. Yeah. But there's a column yeah. there, the DPR. And the DPR is a, it's a brand new column that we added not too long ago. Super useful. So I started talking about ratings. And when it comes to ratings, you can't really, you shouldn't buy ratings, obviously. That should never be a thing because you'll get penalized for it potentially. But you're all honest. I know that. So we'll talk about how do you raise, how do you grow ratings on your own? And that is a direct transfer from downloads to ratings. It's all about when you ask and how you ask. And that is a whole new type of, a whole thing. We can do a whole live stream on it. But realistically, as long as you do that, that transfer, that ratio between downloads and ratings, that's kind of like your power. What is your multiplier? Mm -hmm. And if you know your multiplier, you can track it over time. And if you're optimizing ratings, you can see that you're doing better. But Putting that aside, if you're comparing yourself to competitors, you can tell what one download will mean for you versus one download will mean for them. So if we're going into that second uh, stage of should we do Apple search ads? That's the question Mm. everyone is asking me. And the answer is, if you can afford it, sure, why not? 
the idea there is everything is getting more expensive. And I did a live stream on this explaining how to do it without breaking the bank. But by default, when you just create your first Apple search ads campaign, you're going to break the bank. Apple gives you all the settings that will just drain your bank account. And all the defaults are just bad. They will give you the least amount of downloads and the most amount of money spent. Why do they do that? I don't know. So we're not going to talk about that. But <laughs> um, realistically, they do give you all the options, all the, all the knobs and, uh, and, and things you can tweak in order to fix that. So if you do that and you do that well, and you spend time optimizing for getting those ratings, that will mm. give you an improvement when it comes to app store optimization. Because ideally, you wouldn't run those Apple search ad campaigns forever. Or if you do, it will be at the point where they're ROI positive, meaning you put in a dollar and you get two or you get more than one. Now, that takes a little bit of time to get into, especially if it's a brand new app and you're still getting to know the audience and their use patterns. So you kind of want the paid to fuel the organic, give it what it needs to actually just rise in the charts, and then organic will continue to bring those downloads in with the no investment. So if you have if you have tweaked your campaign so it doesn't burn you money and you optimize your ratings, then it's important to know how many downloads do you need to get more ratings than the competition. That's where the DPR comes in. That was my whole mm. rant about Apple. So the DPR is the number of downloads you need to get a rating, downloads per rating, DPR. I see. And so you want that to be as low as possible. And I've seen really successful apps get as low as single digits, which is amazing. It doesn't happen too often, though. But most apps, especially the bigger apps, will, because they have so many ratings, kind of naturally, they don't even try. And that's a good thing for you. So if you see an app that has 128 for a DPR, that's terrible. It means they need 128 downloads for one rating. So is if it you app dependent that, or keyword dependent here? This is app dependent. So okay, so you're basing off this app. Like, exactly. hey, they get, okay, the acceleration of, so maybe if it's a low rating, maybe we should take a peek at this app and be like, well, how are they asking for ratings? They might be doing, mm -hmm. they're probably doing something right. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So you can use the DPR if it's very low to try to understand at what point do they ask? Do they ask multiple times? Do they ask with the native pop-up? Do they precede it with some other pop-up? There are a lot of cool things that you can gain just by looking at that number. And that's a number that I've been using for, I want to say, a couple of years now just in my writing and in my own analysis. And at some point, it just it's, it sparked. It's like, why don't we put this in Keyword Inspector? So we did. Mm. This is really cool. <laughs> like you really did put in everything that I really want to see too. Like it, it is a really cool, I've, I haven't seen it like this. And I just think it's as, this has everything that I'm, I'm really looking for. Like sometimes I am looking for apps that have just recently launched in a certain category because mm -hmm. I want to break down what they're doing right. Especially if I yeah. find that they're obviously making pretty good money and they've got good downloads. So I'm like, what are they doing right? Like this is two years ago. Okay. You know, like maybe I'll try to find something that was a year ago. Like, oh, yeah, this is great. How they rank so high. You know, what are they doing right? Yeah. What are they doing wrong? Yeah. I and that. I should add that the DPR and really all the metrics in this table are uh -huh. country specific because ASO is also country specific. So if we switch to any other country, you're going to get different results. You're going to get different ratings. You're going to get a different DPR and you're going to get different downloads. I love it. This is great. Cool, man. Let's get into some of the other questions that people have had. Uh, right. MD says, Hey, happy to see you guys together. Now, at least I don't have to watch two different <laughs> live streams and two different videos. Good to uh, see you. <laughs> it only took us six Sammy, years to get here. I know. 
I know. I'm surprised we haven't done this earlier. Uh, Sammy says, please share some tips to rank ChatGPT app without using <laughs> ChatGPT because, you know, his app got, because app got suspended on ChatGPT keyword. I think they're allowing you to use it now, but like, yeah. So you can't use, you can't use ChatGPT in your name, I'm pretty sure. And you can't use ChatGPT as a single word. So it has to be two, uh, two, spe- two separate words. What I get this question far more than anyone would believe. There are so many ChatGPT apps. I looked at it a few months ago before the official ChatGPT app came out, and it was crazy. It was like 400 a week or something. Oh, it was wow. just insane. Yeah, so I totally get why Apple would try to be a little bit more strict. And I talked to a bunch of people who made ChatGPT apps about their struggles. And some people who know people at Apple also struggle to get their app approved. The mm-hmm. only trick that I have in my arsenal for this is split the keyword up. So chat is not a registered trademark. GPT is becoming a registered trademark, but I think you can still use it. So just use it in your keyword list. Very in the beginning of your keyword list, chat, comma, GPT. And in most mm-hmm. cases, that would work. I've seen instances of chat and GPT in the subtitle, and that worked. But I, it depends on, you know, when do you want this app to go out? Do you want to fight with Apple for a little bit, potentially? Or do you want to get, maybe you'll get lucky? Or do you just want to have it and kind of be safe? Yeah, I love it. Here, I'm going to show you so we have a case study on this we been able to I just talked to the client yesterday it was a chat gpt app and we're making about five thousand dollars a month purely off of aso and oh, wow. we talked to what we talked about earlier i mean is finding a more niche keyword beyond just chat gpt look yeah. you're not going to beat these guys mm-hmm. you know Full disclosure we're working with one of them Okay, I won't tell you who, but like you're not going to beat these guys. So you're going to have to go into, you know, what I just did with the keyword inspector and then competitor keywords. It's a great tool. And then just find the ones that are a little bit lower competition right here. So like you're starting to find some. Right. And so that's how I like to break it down is really trying to find and we can just do this and. Ariel and app figures makes it really easy for us to just be like, okay, give me medium competitiveness, medium popularity. And now mm-hmm. we can just start looking through. So ghostwriter, novel writing, you know what I mean? Yeah. These become interesting keywords, script writing, because these big guys, as you can see, are not paying attention to them. So that's mm-hmm. how you start approaching these type of keywords and these ASO for ChatGPT apps. And I think you hit the nail right on the head. It's ChatGPT is so cool. It's so amazing. It's so mind blowing. If if you're into that sort of thing, and I've been using it from day one, I use it a ton every single day. But I don't use I don't use ChatGPT. I get something out of ChatGPT. I use it as a tool. It's like a pen. I use it for writing. I don't actually use it for writing because I don't think it's creative enough. But it's kind of like a tool in that sense where the tool gives you something. So if you think about keywords, think about what your tool can give you. Do you need movie suggestions? Do you need a recipe? Do you need something else? And then cater to it. Now, there's a trick for App Store optimization that will allow you to optimize for a lot of different keywords, more than the 160, 30 for the name, 30 for the subtitle, and 100 for the keyword list for Apple, multiplied by 10. Do you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about, Steve? So what, what I like to do, especially with something like this, is if I was doing a ChatGPT app, I would optimize for all the AI, ChatGPT, the normal stuff, the kind of the boring stuff at this point that's very difficult to optimize for as the main, maybe the main way of, uh, for the main localization. And then I'm going to use other localizations. There are nine other localizations that Apple looks at when it comes to keywords in the US. 
And I'm going to use those for very specific verticals. So maybe one I'll devote to food. Maybe it's going to be food recipes and finding food recipes and researching food and dinner ideas and stuff like that. And then I'm going to take the same idea and I'm going to duplicate it into the next uh, language on my list. There are nine. I think Russian is on it. French is on it. A whole bunch. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do one for movie suggestions and I'm going to do one for writing and I'm going to do one for all of those different things that you can get out of ChatGPT. And that's how I would approach it. So you're probably not going to get number one for ChatGPT, but if you can get top five or 50 other keywords or 30 other keywords that have some, some popularity, boom, you're in business. You don't even have to compete with the people who, um, who spend enough money on Apple search ads. And I've looked at those too. They spend a lot of money on Apple search ads. Yeah, here's what I just did to Sammy was look at ChatGPT, look at the popular sort by pop, most popular, and then what you can also do is you can fill you can filter off the competitiveness. So mm-hmm. this is a really great tool to just really find new keywords. And now you can see like if do the big guys have yeah. it? Are they ranking for it? They're so they're if they're not, they're not paying attention to it. So like Room GPT, uh-huh. I have no idea what that app yeah. is, but like all right. You know, yeah. I don't know what that is, but this gets me get down the road. Script exactly. writing, right? I saw yeah, a song exactly. going with songwriting, mm-hmm. AI songwriter. So there you go. Starting the niche. Yeah, exactly. And, and going back to what I was saying before about if yeah. you don't have all those downloads in the beginning, you just have to put in the effort. You just have to do this. You have to look at, I mean, you looked at it for what, a minute and you already found a bunch of things. You look at it for 10 minutes, just to imagine what would happen. And then you need to take the time and actually put it into your name and craft all these localizations and do all these things. But again, we're talking maybe in two hours, not yeah. even. And you're doing the work most other companies don't even do at all. So you already have a leg up. Yeah. Okay. Let's get but through. yes to Apple search ads. I think if, I don't know if I fully answer that question. Yeah. Why app ranking? Why is my app ranking in the, for keywords in 200, 300? How do, we, how do we increase that? So let's say we've optimized it, had it in our title, had it in our subtitle, had it in all these different localizations as well. So what Ariel's talking about, you know, the US App Store indexes nine different localizations. We've been using the Vietnamese one a lot. And if you have different titles, right, have different titles in the Spanish Mexico and the Vietnamese, had different subtitles as well, really helps your keyword rankings. What else should we be doing, Ariel? So now that we have in the right spots, is there anything else we should be doing? Well, here's the thing. So if you're in two to 300, you, you're not doing the right thing. Something is missing. Usually when you optimize and you put it in the right places, you'll rank much higher. You're not going to be in the top 10, maybe. You're not going to be in top 20, maybe. But you're not going to be all the way down to 300. 300, from my experience, is what the algorithm does or what the algorithm gets into the list where just it's trying to find more. It's really trying. So it will take it from the end of your keyword list or it will take it from a keyword that sounds like a keyword that's at the end of your keyword list. And that's why you get 300. So really what it is, is rethink your strategy. Why is your keyword not in the name? I, I You can't really be 200 and, have, and not have your keyword in the name or have your keyword in the name. So why is your keyword not in the name? Is it because it's a secondary keyword? Is that because it's a part of a combination of keywords? Or is it duplicated maybe multiple times? And then its value is really, really decreasing. Um, all those are questions I would ask first. But beyond that, it's all about those ratings. So if you pushed, let's say you took the keyword and you moved it all the way to the beginning of your name where the name has the most, most, most power in terms of algorithm, then you would probably get into 50s. If I mean, I'm totally guessing this is really keyword dependent. But let's say in the 50s, then it would be up to your other keywords in the name in case there are combinations, but also the number of ratings. So if you have zero ratings, you would still be able to rank in the 50s and then push it up from there. And I would focus on getting those ratings up. 
or not optimizing yep. for it. I think this ties into David's question. How much does ASA, Apple Search Ads, help with ASO? Does it help with better rankings? I think what I would be doing to answer Nurex's question too is have it in the right places. And what I've been thinking about doing, Ariel, is like as a white hat strategy is really going all in on the keywords. So run an Apple search ads campaign and the keywords that you have in your title and your subtitle, just go all in on those. Like yeah. set up a simple exact match campaign and just bid on those campaigns and give it yeah. all you got. And it's not to just like drive the best cost per install, but to wholly help your ASO rankings. So I don't have no data. I have no data on this yet. Just an idea that I had to try to test it out. So that works. The, the ASA is a double-edged sword. And not because it costs money. It does also cost money. But really, your challenge is you want to find keywords that people who get to your app from those keywords are most likely to download. Because there's this perception that if people see your app in the ad, they'll just get it because it's number one. And that's not true, unfortunately. And it doesn't matter how much money you spend. If you're there number one all the time, you're going to get more downloads, sure but not necessarily to the extent that you could get if you're really, really targeted. And like Steve was saying before, it's all about targeting and making sure that the user is as ready to make that, make that decision to download the app. So with Apple search ads, if you don't do that, you're going to end up either burning your money or getting downloads that are not necessarily going to convert as much. And here, this is why this is a double-edged sword. Not only is this going to cost you money, but that conversion rate, meaning when people come into the app store, and see your app in search results or in, in an ad and don't download your app is not going to help you a lot. It's not going to hurt mm-hmm. you a lot, but the um, the overall, overall, what this will add is negative. And you don't really want that. So if you're going to spend on Apple search ads, one, make sure that your funnel for getting ratings is very optimized. Your DPR is as low as possible, but also make sure that you're going after really specific keywords that would lead to downloads. That's That's what I would do. Um, I like the idea of using your keywords from the name, subtitle, keyword list because you already identified those as your most important keywords. So yeah, that makes yeah. a ton of sense. Love it, man. Robert says, so do we need the H2 tag in Google? It's something I was talking about because obviously Google is SEO and H2 mm-hmm. tags. What do you think? I don't think it's necessary anymore, but I'd love your thoughts on it. So Google changed how they read the description so much, yeah. so much over the last, what, like year and a half. It used to be incredibly important. But now... I, I would still use it because I like the idea that when you read something that was that is well optimized, it's also very it's a pleasure to the eyes. And so, as a person, I like breaking things for people to read. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to help you as much these days. I think Google is just so sophisticated when it comes to that. And the from what I've seen, the value of the description is kind of shifting in many ways. So um, it's not a terrible thing. Yeah. So we, it used to be like bolded, but I think, and I could be wrong on this, but right here. So this is what, sorry, Robert, Robert was talking about. So we used to use H2 tags in here. You can't see them Mm -hmm. used to be bolded and do things like that. But now it feels like they stripped all the HTML. So even if you put a bolded text, it doesn't show up bolded anymore. It does on some devices, right? I think some devices still show it. Okay. Maybe it's just mine then. I don't. Yeah. But it's, it's possible that I'm also thinking of older devices. Right. We actually have a whole tool for uh, for keyword density, and we we take we used to take that into consideration, but we don't anymore. Love it. Okay, specifically, Nurks has a lot of questions. He says, "Email marketing strategies can they really help grow an app?" Absolutely, I love email marketing. I think it's one of the best ways to do marketing these days. But it's 
very different, very very challenging to build that sort of momentum. Unless you do a whole bunch of threads on Twitter and you and you promote them, and at the end you say you should subscribe to my newsletter. Yeah. Well, one of the things the I noticed from an app perspective too. One recent app that I downloaded and I was checking out, and I was like, "Wow, they're doing really great." I signed up. I signed up. I downloaded. You know, gave them my email address. Ariel, the first email I got was welcome. The mm -hmm. second email, which probably was sent at the same time, is save 20% off. And it was a check, <laughs> check out too on the web. And so oh, wow. I, I like those strategies. I would, if that's the first email I would do in app marketing, just if they didn't subscribe, hit them with a 20% offer or 25, hit them with a discount. I think we have such a short window when it comes to apps to try to get a user to subscribe and really just pay attention to our app. And so I would do, that's the first email I would send a welcome, quick little introduction, and then just hit them with an offer right off. The Interesting. Bat. Yeah. I would, I would do the exact opposite. Totally opposite. I would, I would just say, <laughs> hi, I would say, Let, let's talk. If you need me, I'm here for you. Then wait a little bit and see how they actually get to use the app and then try to push them, try to nudge them to the right, to the right place. Like, oh, you're not using this really cool feature. Why are you not using this really cool feature? And then at the end. Uh, try to maybe get them with a discount. I, I don't personally love discounts, which which is funny. Up until maybe two years ago, we didn't do it. We only did one discount a year. That was our Black Friday deal. And that was mm -hmm. big. But mm -hmm. after that, I realized that it it is helpful, but it you should be you should be using it very um very specifically, surgically, I would say, when it comes to offering discounts. But uh so, interesting. Yeah. I mean I won't we're running out of time. So I will oh. we can do a deep dive later on. Okay. I have no idea what Katana. time it is. So I'm going says, <laughs> that's why it's easier sometimes just being a guest. Start mm -hmm. small could also be related to very niche, low competition, but relevant enough keywords. Yes. So, whoops. That's it. That's all right. Good we did it. Yes. That's that right. Okay. Here we go. Yulia says, hello, guys. Why isn't the app ranking for keywords in its name, but it's ranking for more competitive keywords in its title? What is the ideal amount of keywords and subtitle for a new app? I know you got some thoughts on this. I read oh, some yeah. stuff from you. Um, I do. So it really depends. It's all about the competitors, those top apps. That's that's the make it or break it for whether you will rank. It's less about the popularity. It's less about the other things. It's more about the performance. The popularity, I mean, the keywords will allow you to be considered for a ranking, but it's not necessarily going to push you all the way up. It's going to help you go all the way up, but it's not going to be the only determining factor in that. And that's why you have to know what the competition, and I call those keyword competitors because it doesn't necessarily mean you're competitors. It's just whoever is sitting at the top for the keyword that you actually want to target. But beyond that, it's um, also all about how you approach optimizing for that. So both of those things is where I would start. And then Robert says... I didn't, I've never even tried this. When you use H2 tags in your titles, I should rank better. I've never done it, Robert, in the titles or subtitles. I've only done it in the description. Have you done it in the titles? I don't think you can. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you can either. But no, no HTML does. I mean, he's pushing us. He says, What? Yeah. Is there something new with ASO that he doesn't know about? Is there something new? Well, well why don't Robert tell, tell us what you know and we'll, <laughs> we'll go from there. The localization is usually my, my funnest trick. Yeah, my funnest tip. I can talk about very like little nuanced things. So, for example, and this might be something you read already, but there is a bug in the in Apple's algorithm specifically that when you use the Unicode characters like the ampersand or em dash or any of those like fancy kind of non word modifiers, it is registering as one when you put it in, but it's actually registering as two because of how Unicode works under the hood. And for ASO purposes, 
you're putting in more than 30 characters. So if, you, if you're maximizing, you're putting more than 30 characters. So if you're using 30 characters thinking, yes, I did it. I managed to squeeze all my keywords in. Your last keyword is going to get chopped off. It's hilarious when you see it in action. So that's that's a small bug that's really annoying that took me a long time to find. Yeah. Robert, what's new is those new localizations. Really pay attention to those localizations. Mm-hmm. I think people are messing up when they use those localizations. Your title in all the different localizations should be dif- different all the time. And you should have different keywords in every single title and subtitle. They tend to have the most weight. And so you should have very different keywords, very different titles in all these different localizations. Don't copy and paste all of this. We did have a question here from somebody. Katan says, the DPR score, does it work outside of the U.S. market? Yeah, absolutely. It uses yeah, the absolutely. estimates, the download estimates from outside the U.S. and the ratings from, it's not outside the U.S., it's whatever country you're actually in. So uh, Indonesia, Vietnam, any of those. We got a lot of questions here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert? All right, Robert, I got you. Do you have any from LinkedIn? Look, look, we're going crazy on LinkedIn too. Do you have any stats that ratings are the most powerful for iOS? Oh, I have a whole, I have like a hundred plus keyword teardowns. Go into our resources section, look at the keyword teardowns. You'll see it one time after the other. So yes, a ton of data. This is the topic I want to talk about. If we are stuck in the top 10, Ariel, any mm-hmm. tips on how do we get it to the top three? So Abdur asks, I'm stuck on top the 10th position for a specific keyword, how can I rank it up for that keyword for U.S. police monster? <laughs> that is a very Watch interesting that. keyword. <laughs> uh, so it's, it goes back to the same uh, question from before from Yulia, I believe. It, it's really about what are those top apps doing? So one, two, three, four, five, what, what is happening over there? And the top 10 is kind of a special area of search results. Below the top 10, it's it's a little bit more messy. It's a little bit more wild. It's a little bit more you can get ranked without really doing things the right way. You'll just get thrown into it because the algorithm has that cutoff around the 10 or 12th position. But the top 10 or the top 12, those become a little bit more challenging. So you really have to do things right. You have to have the keyword in your name. You have to have the right number of ratings. You have to not have any duplication. If you have any duplication, duplication is evil. And for those of you who don't know, when you use a keyword more than once in the name, subtitle, or keyword list on the Apple side of things, in any of them, so it can be twice in the name or once in the name, once in the keyword list, what the algorithm will see is only the last instance of that keyword. And because weight for keywords is applied from left to right and all of them are joined together, you're going to get the least amount of weight. So when you duplicate keywords, you're not really helping. You're not really screaming louder than anyone else. You really just ruin it for your app. So... To get from the top 10 to top five, top four, top three, you really have to do things right. And you have to see, and right means in comparison to what the top other apps are doing. Yeah. So that's how I would go about it. The What I would say, Abdur, too, is I'm going to do a, a full-blown ASO workshop soon. It's going to be paid, so full disclosure, I'm not, but I'm going to give away everything. There might be some black hat strategies you need to utilize to get into the top 10, but I won't cover that now. I'm just saying. All right. No black hat. Black hat is evil. <laughs> black hat is evil. Uh, there, there's actually more black hat than people think on the app store, but black Absolutely. hat is again a double-edged sword. Yeah. You guys decide what you want to do. I'm yeah. just telling you what works in the space. But you've you seen. <laughs> what I've seen. Exactly. That's the best way of putting it. So we said, which version would rank better for hello world in my name? Hello world or hello world colon have a great day. 
<laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what this means. Well, um, here, here, I can take this over if you want. I used to do this. This is a 2019 trick that I, a friend of mine told me. If you just put like keyword density, like the mm-hmm. exact match in your title. So one of our clients, we put music by itself in the Spanish Mexico title. And we were able to do it. Sometimes you can't do it because Apple has unique app store names and stuff like that. So you need to put, that's why you see these Unicodes that Ariel was talking about, or you see a plus sign or like yeah. an explanation mark. but by making by having it just by itself it did help our rankings mm-hmm. we were number two for the term music right under apple music for a weekend so that's what he's saying like should i just keep oh, it yeah. exact match that's what i'm trying to test again too yes. and so in the vietnamese localization spanish mexico localization all these localizations that help the u.s app store i, I am testing again once again to just put an exact match on the keyword that i'm targeting yeah, it's uh, I call that focus. I write about that a lot. It's it used to be a lot more powerful on the App Store side of things. On Google, I think it's also still it has it carries some weight. Um, right. It's a little bit less powerful now, just because enough people know about it, and also enough people make the mistake of not putting keywords in their name, which kind of puts focus on whatever they do put in their name. So right. it, again, it depends on and who's at the top. That's why I like Keyword Inspector. I just see everything straight up. I love it. All right, guys, let's move on to the next segment of our show. And if we're going to take a look at some apps. So if you want us to take a look at your app on a future live stream, just go to appmasters.com slash audit, appmasters.com slash audit. And we like to start off every app audit segment with some dad jokes. All right, Ariel. (laughs) Okay, I'll just say, I'll start by saying that I'm terrible at this. I have many skills, but dad jokes is not one of them. But, you know, if I wanted to get if I wanted to get creative, I would ask you, what is brown and sticky? What? A stick. <laughs> that really helped. That really put it. it together. What is brown and sticky? A stick. All right. <laughs> and, so and my I, daughter for Father's Day gave me a bunch of jokes and she's like, did you read them? I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm going to read them now. All right, cheating. Ariel. So. That's real dad jokes. That's go. You're going to win yeah. this. <laughs> All right. Ariel, what did the plate say to the other plate? What? Tonight, dinner's on me. <laughs> there you go. All right, put S if you thought my joke was better. Put A if you thought Ariel's joke was better. And then we will play for something. So we'll do Ooh. like a live teardown or some teardown where we're going to really sit down with you. And then we've got Deep Pion. Deep Pion wants us to take a look at his app. It's a trivia app where you can learn. I guess you can earn some stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's in the Indian country right now so I'll, I'll change that just make it us but i think that's also that that's a good point to start with if you look at an app with a fresh set of eyes and you're not sure what it does the algorithm's probably not going to know what it does either and even if it does humans might have that challenge so that's like step number one Z- zoom in on what does the app do and wh- when i do these on my live stream i get the exact same thing i look at it I was like, what is this yeah. i don't get the icon I'm not entirely sure what these keywords mean. Like, I'm not an algorithm. I didn't mm-hmm. even get one one vote. Not even one vote. Please, someone, just one. <laughs> like, I get it. You were going to win. I said that before, but still. Uh, okay, so <laughs> who's starting this? Me, you? How do you want to do this? Yeah, you can start. You're the guest. Ah, okay. Lucky guest. So, trivia, earn, grab your game code. I have a feeling that this is going to be a very competitive set of keywords. Trivia is fairly competitive and kind of everything else is not really a keyword. So earn, 
I don't think anyone looks for just earn. Grab is another word that would get ignored for most people. Your is the same. Your gets dropped anyway because it's a stop word. So at at the end of the day, you're really left with trivia on this. And we just talked about focus. So it's like an unversioned version of an, uh, an unversioned, an unfocused version of a trivia. And that's what I see here. So to me, that would be step number one, try to zoom that in or focus that a little bit and figure out what is it really that the app is trying to sell for me and for the algorithm. Yeah. So it looks like redeemed game credits for, so it looks like you can play trivia and get gift cards. That's what it seems like. That's why I needed to go into the about this app. And it was, <laughs> I don't know what the game code is all about, but the, there's a bunch of these type of apps. You know, we worked with one where it was a match three game that you can win gift cards. So I would mm-hmm. make that known. That's your yeah. big thing. And look, I think, look, you're right. Like the the bold is showing up here, but it's not showing up on online on the website, but the yeah. app version on my phone, it is showing up. The, so what we're talking about Robert and the H2 tags here, mm-hmm. like using the H2 tags does show up. So it's showing up well, but yeah, I agree with you, dude. Like, Gift cards, earn gift cards, win gift cards. This is what I would yeah. do. Like play and win, just win what? Like, you know, yeah. play trivia and play what? Gift cards. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think the way you said it before, your one sentence explanation, that was perfect. The spot on, yeah. that should be the name. Or at least that should be the the short description in this case. I don't know what game code is, but. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's a, yeah, like a known thing. Maybe it just has volume too. All right, we can just check. Yeah, maybe. Google Play there. All that waits. Let's get into the app itself, yeah. shall we, Ariel? Let's, Let's take a look. look. What's what's it doing? All right. I'll put it on your pretty face. and then I'll... <laughs> I see. I'm the cover for everything that's happening under the hood. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's, what, that's what getting, being a guest, I just throw you under the boat and just go. I'm totally right. into it. <laughs> I can swim. Uh, you did get one vote, but everything is yeah. clean, clean. Thank sweet. you, MD. I, I appreciate it. Just trying to keep my dignity here at some level. I did okay, say man. this is not one with something that I do. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Adrian. Kay, that's my cousin. I don't know what she's here for. <laughs> hey, you have family you. in the audience. That's different. <laughs> I, I, hang on, hang on. Let's take a quick break. I'm going to call my mom. We're going to make sure that I get the whole family on this, and I'm definitely winning. Uh, love it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to sign in with Gmail. How do you feel about needing to sign in so early in the process? I hate it. How do you feel? Yeah, same. <laughs> it's like, why? I know. Like, why? I don't even know how to play it yet. It's yeah. like, you want to save your currency, uh, you know, save your points. Like, get me to play first, in my yeah. opinion. What points? I don't even know anything. It's yeah. funny. I was talking with a friend. A friend of mine just released a really cool app that you, um, it's it's like a, a music teaching app, but not about how to play music or anything like that. It just, it teaches you about music in general and about mm-hmm. genres of music. And it, they take a song every day and they decompile it and they give you all the background and all the instruments that were used and all the actual microphones. If you're into music, it's really cool. And they have this tech that takes a song and breaks it up into all the different uh, all the different tracks, so you can hear the just the just the drums, for example, or just the first guitar, just the bass guitar. And one of the so I did this with them, and the first thing was, oh, just give us your phone number so we can create an account for you. Like, account for what? I just want to learn about music, but okay, you're my friend, so I'll give that to you. Mm. And I'm like, okay, give me your email. I'm like, okay, where are we going with this? It's kind of like, oh, just verify your email. I'm like, okay, for real. Like, I'll continue because I know you, but that's where I'm. I'm gonna stop. And then at the end, it was like, now agree to our terms. Like, come on, man. Come on. What were you thinking? Who's going to do this? Yeah, this is 
I couldn't even find the email. That's so DP DP on. I don't I don't know. Okay, one big. Okay. Oh man, this is busy. Yeah, uh, that was a lot going on. Also, what do you win? I've not seen any indication. Do I win money? Do I win? I'm sure I win something because I know it's win. 16. It's big. Okay, correct answer. Ability once. Are you actually going to do it? Okay, let's win. Uh, let's try it. Let I don't know. You know, let's, <laughs> they filled out the form. They waited. Do you do them in order? Yeah. Okay, we have nice. a long list. We have like a six-month wait. Yeah. <laughs> I do one list per live stream, and I randomize them. This way, it's a little bit more fair. Oh, what about for the person that's been waiting six months, Ariel? Um, I don't know what's happening here. I'm just watching an ad. So you're welcome. Yeah, a guy just came out of the out of the screen, right? Is that what happened? Wait, did this we is an $1, ad. $1,600? Oh. <laughs> this is all an ad right now, so I don't know what's going on, really. Of course, it makes sense that an app that gives you money for playing games also shows you ads. Before you yeah. win money for playing games. Before I even got to play. All right. <laughs> After you put in your email address. Play solo. Okay, let's guess this celebrity. <laughs> Image loading failed. Do you want to continue? Does it mean we win? Like bank <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Like, I can't even... I do have to say, it sounds like I'm really negative about this app. I'm not negative about the app. I'm negative about the experience. I think experiences are something that we as, as makers always have a chance to make better. So it's not that it's it's bad. It's just that the experience is no good. Yeah, and it could be just something's up right now. Oh, maybe you think it's your internet or something like that? Maybe. Okay. But I guess this is, we can earn money in doing random stuff. I've seen apps like this, so don't mind it. It's a little unclear. There's everything going on. Maybe even, I don't know. It's I don't know the category enough for me to give you much more feedback than. Here's a, an interesting thing that I noted. I've been looking at apps from uh, made in the U.S. and made outside the U.S. And this is both for apps and for web apps too. And I noticed that apps made by developers outside the U.S. are a little bit busier. There are mm. more than, in the U.S. we have this mentality that there should be only one thing, like one main focus on the screen and every screen should have its focus. And I don't know if that's the case outside. I, I don't know why that is. It's just an observation, so I could be totally wrong here. And the good point. pool is is not as big as I would like for it to be to say explicitly this. But I've seen this in a bunch of things where there's just a lot going on, and it's kind of like, yeah, why not? What's the problem? And for me, yeah. it's like, no, 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 one thing, one thing. One thing, yeah. I like one thing, too. I think it works really well. So there you go. Some U.S. feedback. Uh, we can start yeah. a survey, and we can earn some money. So. I've seen apps like this get paid that the the more popular ones are like surveys get paid to fill out surveys. Yeah. Or watch ads. Yeah. Or watch ads. So that was a thing on the web back like 20 years ago. It was huge. I know, man. I, I was, I was in college during the net zero days where you have a big old mm-hmm. banner for internet. Yep. You get paid for that. All right. I'm that old L joke from app master. That's my son trolling me. <laughs> Just found your podcast, Ariel. So you got a new subscriber. <laughs> I have a podcast, I have a YouTube channel, I have a newsletter, I have two newsletters. Well, I won the first round. You don't have a dad joke trophy. So round two, Ariel, you want to you wanna go first or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. I mean, you're going to win this anyway, but I kind of, let's stick with colors. What's orange and sounds like a parrot? What? A carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, Ariel. Hey, Ariel, we started renovating our house and the first floor is going really well really well but the second floor well that's another story <laughs> there you go all right <laughs> put s if you thought my joke was better and then put a if you thought ariel's joke was better and we'll put noah's troll as a <laughs> uh, round two so this is jamie's app we've got this app she wants 
everywhere where you can mainly improve conversion rates. Okay. So we'll take a look at that app. Here we Ooh, go. Interesting. Ooh, I got some A's. Yes. <laughs> I might do any of this. I'm just, just going to put it out there. Uh, what are you, what are you thinking right now? Anything that we should be looking at? So I think starting, starting at the top, uh, what, what is, what does the icon mean? I, I do like the shape. Right. But That's a good... like, what does this mean? Cause a plus can mean so many things in so many different contexts. I think we need a, maybe a little bit more. So that's one area that I would optimize. And for app store optimization, that's kind of a secondary thing because first you want to get found and then you want to get the downloads, but still. Yeah. I, you know, what we found is just putting the word math might, will it improve? So like absolutely, past guess was like put Bitcoin. It was a crypto wallet and you put Bitcoin and you saw an improvement in downloads. So just put math if it's a math app. Uh, yeah. Now there's also one more thing that I, I've talked to a bunch of developers who have experimented with putting uh, body parts in it, like a, a finger or a set of eyes or something to humanize the icon. And it's kind of challenging in an icon. It's a lot easier in a in a screenshot, but that really gave them a boost because people look at the icon expecting something really easy to process. And if right. you do that and you humanize it, you can increase conversion. Oh, I really like that tip. I like that. <laughs> I don't know what this app does. Is it a math yeah. <laughs> trainer? Like, what is it? Again, we have no idea. Like, we don't read. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like in this quick math, like, I don't really like this screenshot, Jamie. I would put, yeah. like, what is this? Lead with your main keyword. Yeah. If it's mental math, math trainer, like, lead with it, make it big and bold in here. Yeah. And um, I think ultimately the first and second screenshots are the most important screenshots. So you yeah. want them to also be the simplest, not in terms of UI. So the first screenshot looks very, very bare. And I, I see what's going on up there, but I know it because I, I look for these things. I think for the most for the most part, people don't. So yeah. quick math, is that a calculator? Is it going to give me the tool I want? Or is it going to teach me about it? Or is it going to have fun with it? Yeah. Uh, use your lean into your keywords here. But spend time thinking about what is like the most important thing that your app does, not a feature, a set of features, uh, a benefit, or something. What am I going to get out of using it? And quick math could be a calculator, could be a whole bunch of other things, and then try to show that to me. But the showing is less important, in my opinion, unless you're showing very specific features. And I did, a, I did an event with a guy, an ASO expert, who was working with very like heavy, low-level types of apps, the kinds that are for professionals that are really expensive. And he tried all the stuff that we do, and he said none of that works because mm -hmm. the the very professional crowd they care about one feature, and they'll pay the sixty bucks a month for one feature. Yep. And so, if you're that kind of an app, don't take what I'm saying now as a thing you should do. But there's like seven apps that do this. So for the most part, people who come into the app store they're not that professional. They're not looking for one thing and have a, a company credit card to pay for it those you have to really help them understand what's going on and right up front like as quickly as possible yeah i mean we take a look at this app see what yeah. their screenshots look like oh man this really does have everything in one chat oh yeah yeah so like if you're if mental math is your main keyword just because you kind of have it everywhere then maybe even just calling it that out like you can see mental math cards like mm -hmm. do math in your head faster if yeah. that's the primary benefit yeah exactly app. i love that yeah, you think about these so quick. Oh. It's like <laughs> you do this for a living or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me blush. All right, let's get into the app. <laughs> I'm being fed information from your studio team. Uh, okay. I don't know why these went away. Hmm. As you can see, I'm looking at lots of apps. 
<laughs> I wonder why. Uh, I thought I had this app. Where the heck did it go? Okay. <laughs> I thought I already downloaded this app. Where is it? I can't... Oh, there it is. Yeah, there we go. You can find the you icon. See, that's so important. If you have an icon that stands out, that would be it. Um, this does. There's a comment in the chat about this looking like a bolt. I completely yeah. agree. Now I can't unsee it. So yeah, thank you, I Eric. I just now all I see is a bolt. See, best me- mental math training. Like you could throw that in your screenshot, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Focus on getting more reviews. I mean, yeah. you have this app store review and you kind of promote it in your screenshot, but honestly, it looks like you have no reviews right here. So like, you know what? She looks like in opinion. Okay. Let me go. And I think that's one of the, move? that's one of the problems with not using a tool like keyword inspector. You go into the app store and you see the total number of ratings you have and like, Oh, I have some ratings. I'm going to be fine. But those are not the ratings. That's not the number that's being used for app store optimization. Yeah. Ooh, that I is a lot of the prices here. Yeah. What, what is did that just come up before yeah, we even got to play a game? Not, yeah, which I don't mind, yeah. but you, you know, I, I, I really, I, I hate it with passion because it's kind of like you download. I downloaded this app not to be sold to. I downloaded to solve a problem that I have. At least show me that you're going to do it for me. Prove to me I need to pay you. And it, it goes for ninety nine cents or a million dollars. It doesn't really matter. I'm not going to read this whole thing. I'm just going to delete this app and move on to whatever is next in the search results. That's and I'm not saying real, that in a mean I'm way. Gonna, I'm going to challenge you in a bit. We have seen that mm-hmm. during the onboarding process is the best place to put this paywall because most people who buy will buy within the first you know, four, let's, 48 hours of downloading oh, yeah. your purchase. So you want to highlight this during your onboarding. I just think it could be done a lot better. Like yeah, yeah. you can increase the price to 10 bucks a year. And you know what I would do is I would have different options, Jamie, but like you got to, you got to change your paywall around a lot. So I'm not saying don't introduce your paywall very early into the app. I think you should okay. into the experience. I think just when it's the first thing you see, especially if it comes after uh, allow sending notifications, so let me track your location or app tracking transparency. To sure. me, that's just a way to get a user to leave because most apps are free these days. So if in the search results that they came from, they saw three apps that kind of look like they would make sense and they're starting at the top, they're already thinking there are alternatives. Let me try them before I do this. But also something else that I've I've seen, um, a lot of developers really love showing the the paywall really early on. And if you talk to other people in the industry, like Jake from Superwall, he will tell you that you have to do it. And I don't think so. But if you look at the numbers, they do give you a higher conversion rate, but your churn is going to be higher later on. Because unless you really hook them, they're going to think they got screwed. And that's uh, something that depending on your app, depending on the amount of money, could be faster or slower. If it's $6 a year, maybe you're not going to see it as much. But if it's $30 a year, you might. Yeah. Yeah, the, the UI needs some help. But it was a little bit hard. Like, you should just pop this up if you can, Jamie. Like, don't make me press into it. Because it, honestly, it looked like a blank screen. Oh, that's I what I start. thought was happening. Like, where am I? I just hit this and I was like, incorrect? What do you mean incorrect? Just show this. Like, can't this be the default? It has to be the default. Okay. You got a lot. You got some work to do, Jamie. So great app building it. I'm sure you're just, I don't know what you know you were doing, but great app, but you got to build it a little bit more. Okay. Let's take a look at the most important thing. So since Noah's, Eric said S, somebody keeps score for me. Mary says hi to Noah. K says S. <laughs> so it's tied right now. Three, four, five. Six, six, six. I would say six, six. That's my score. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Ariel, okay. Slowly so, elevating. Okay. We're going to have to do a tiebreaker round. I do want to make sure we answer all these questions. 
Tools. Abdul says it's app figures. What is the least expensive plan we can try these figures with app radar? I'm, I'm sure he's talking about app figures. App figures feels <laughs> a little bit more expensive than the other platforms. What do you think, Ariel? You want to uh, tackle this sure. right now? Sure. So the earliest plan, the easiest plan to get into App Store optimization with us is Monitor, which you can get for, it's in the 40s, especially if you do it on the annual basis, it's a little bit less. I think ultimately, if you're trying to compare a plan over $5 or $10 or $30, if if you're not going to make way more than this by using the tools, then you're probably not doing it right to begin with, or you may not mm-hmm. need the tools and there are other opportunities that you can leverage that don't really relate to ASO. So we charge the the most affordable rates that we can. We're not VC-backed. All the money we make comes back to us and we invested into growing. We've been around for 14 years, so that seems to be working. But it's all about for us building the right tools and making sure that we can get them in the hands of as many people as we can. And you can see by the spread, we start, as low as possible, and yeah. we go up. So we have that wide range. Monitor is the is the one you can start with. I usually go for optimize. That's where you get most of the keyword inspector stuff. And grow is where you get all of the keyword inspector stuff. I love it. Uh, you know, like I do deal with this too. Like we're spending money and time building an app, but yet we we're like completely cheap when it comes to actually marketing. <laughs> and, and like, bro, like, you know, I'll talk to people and like, yeah, you know, I spent 50,000 building this app and I'm like, okay, how much you charge? About oh, $500 a month. They're like, what? That's way too expensive. I'm like, yo, you just spent like, 50, you know, you just spent exactly. all this money on building it, but you don't want to, you don't want to give it the love and care it needs to grow it. So. And for a few hundred bucks, you can actually turn it from a $50,000 failure to a $50,000 investment. So that's really up to you. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. There's a lot of questions about ASO, but I think we kind of covered it. It's the same answer. The Saad says, if I land 500 downloads, how will I find keywords where I can compete? Maybe there are so many others who have a little more downloads than me. He'll get the downloads now. It's what we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. Go to the keyword inspector, find the ones that are low competitive and put them in their title. And And it's, it's not about keywords. It's not about downloads even. So if you have the number of downloads you have is really just the power of number of ratings you can have. It's the multiplier for number of ratings. That's what you have to think about. If, if everyone starts thinking about more ratings or the currency ratings or the currency, you have to think about, I have 30 new ratings a month. That's your problem, not yeah. the 500 downloads. And that's where yeah. DPR becomes very handy. You know, one thing I'll cover here is, so I have figured out a way to hack the ratings game. We just launched a brand new app. It's ranking number two for a keyword. So it does work right now. Okay. I'm not going to reveal anything besides what we're doing. It's just, I did the keyword research. I found that this keyword works, right? Like I did, like, oh, low competition, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We have a hundred something, 150 ratings right now. Mm-hmm. What I did was I have the rating prompt after the paywall. Okay. Okay. And because our app, we have no costs associated with new users. I made the, I have a lifetime offer, which was $150. I made it free for a couple of days. I ran it on <laughs> a site called App Advice, which I've been using for 10 plus years. They covered it. I know them well. So they were, we were the first app. So shout out. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jen. <laughs> and uh, the, she did it. We got about 12,000 downloads oh, through wow. App Advice and 150 plus rating. So as, next to so this is what we're going to be covering in our aso workshop i'm going to break it down everything and now ariel i feel like i have an app that looks good that has the ratings that has the keywords that i'm going after now mm-hmm. i go right yeah, like now exactly. i can run apple search ads now i can do everything i can yeah. because it's gratic like i don't know how long you've been around jamie let's take a peek so you've been around a few months you know i've been around for two weeks i've got 156 ratings yeah you got zero 
this is how I try to prep a new app to make it look like it's been around and it has some social proof in there. I think that's great. I think that's gold right there. Thank you. Gold right. right there. All right. Ricardo says, does the grow find your competitors based on keywords you use? So yes, talking about. Uh, that too. So we, we have a few tools in the platform that you can use. We have a tool called uh, Keyword Suggestions. And Keyword Suggestions does exactly what you think it does. And it does it in a very clever way. It, under the hood, scans all the keywords in the App Store. For each mm. one, it finds the top results. And then for each one of those, finds all the keywords. And for all the keywords, finds all the top results. And then matches, creates associations between apps. So apps that appear across different searches for different keywords, it groups together. This is all AI, not ChatGPT stuff, just like old school AI. And uses that to give you suggestions based on what it's seeing. So if you have very uh, popular competitors, you're going to get stuff that's kind of a little bit more generic. If you have competitors that are very uh, niche, you're going to get the very niche stuff. And you can use all of the filters in there, again, to do all that sort of sorting and filtering. And from there, you can also go into uh, Keyword Inspector and look at the top results, look at their ratings, and then find more keywords. It's actually really cool. Yeah, I like it. So like, is there a difficulty score or competitive score that you've seen is the one that we should try to go after? Like, you know, is it 50? Is it okay? Is it, you know, like, do you look at that at all? This competitiveness? Yes, yes, and it's mostly what I what I do is I do it in context. So when I look at a set of keywords, and so what I will do from here, for example, is sort by popularity and try to go through the list by popularity and then kind of also look at the competitiveness. I look at it a little bit less at this stage because it's kind mm -hmm. of a rough, I'm trying to just find ideas. I'm trying to pick off all the things that work and then track them with that plus button, bring them into the uh, keyword performance report there, I try to look at it within my own context. So I picked off all the keywords that I really like, which is the least competitive. And that's where I use the competitiveness score in a, in a less uh, defined way. I use it more of a, if the most competitive keyword is a 78 and the least competitor is a 50, then I'll go for the 50 if that makes sense popularity-wise. So it's kind of a secondary uh, way to filter for me. Yeah, and this is one of our apps that we have. It's not making any money, but like, I am trying to figure out a way to start ranking better for certain keywords. And we're, what we're doing is essentially giving up on rain sounds. And this will be a case study later mm. if it all works. But I have some intel that, all right, there's this new keyword that I found running some tricks that I know I've been able to make that keyword rank. And so I'm like, okay, now I could probably theoretically rank it for my keyword. And so I'll be breaking down some of these strategies soon enough. Cool. All right. So the website is called appfigures.com. Appfigures.com. Ariel's been in the space for a very long time. <laughs> I'm surprised we have never done this, Ariel. So thank you so much for coming on. Look, oh, if you're you using for an ASO tool, go check them out. Really cool stuff. And I really, really, this is, I'm not just saying this because he's here, but this is a really cool keyword inspector because it gives you everything that you need. How many downloads they're getting? Are they running ads? What are their new ratings? When was it released? Like an app like this that's been around for 12 plus years. I'm not going to beat Tim. Sorry. Tim's mm -hmm. got a very footful, good hold on rain and rain sound. So forget yeah. it. I'm moving on. So we had questions about like, hey, top 10. I, sometimes I just move on. Like mm -hmm. your rain sounds, I, I got to move on. I'm not going to beat Tim. Yeah. Why am I going to beat Tim? I'm going to move on. Yeah. And I think that's one of those things where you just have to know that needs to happen. You have to be as critical about these things because you can just say, no, 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 I'm going to try more. It's just, it's not going to work. And there's data to suggest why. Go find the other place where it's going to work and then spend all your effort there. You'll see much more in terms of downloads and eventually also money. Yeah, I love it. 
Are you one more, Joe? Are you want one more? As a closing? I'll do one more. Sure. Let's do one more. I think everyone was waiting for a third round. This one has nothing okay. to do with colors, though. Why don't eggs tell jokes? Because they'll crack yeah. up. <laughs> I like it. Ariel, I never thought I'd be the type to have a beard. But then <laughs> it just grew on me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was very... Thank you, Sammy, for all the jokes. I appreciate it. She hand wrote it, too. So there it is. And who on your brother who said, oh, and two to app master, how dare you? These were your sister's jokes. All right, Toei, we're going to close it out in this. I'm wondering if ASO can assist in getting revenue for like scattered scanning PDF apps. I've noticed people who release these apps get thousands of money. Is it better to be their aggressive marketing? I think... This is a scattered question, but I think I have an answer for I know. this. Because I tweeted a couple of weeks ago. I, I've been tweeting every week an app that you don't think makes a ton of money, but is making a ton of money. And we have new data on our website. The panel that you opened and came from the right in one of the previous tools um, is actually available to everyone and across many different sure. pages on our site. If, if you go in the top, there's a search bar, actually. And you can type in the name of any app, and you will get data for it, even if you don't yeah. have a paid app figures account. So okay, if you look go. for a PDF, ring, ring. oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to look for PDF because this is where the money is, but PDF, something like, yeah. uh, I don't know all the PDF apps and I don't know which one I talked about, about but there I was love a PDF. PDF. Let's try it. Yeah. Let's see what we got. So at the top, you're going to see yeah, those two numbers and that those two numbers are available for everyone. The chart below is locked and you need a grow account or one of those, but for the demographics and everything else, but the numbers up top, the monthly totals that everyone gets. So awesome. I've been just putting stuff on Twitter because some, some stuff is just mind-boggling. There's a, a plant identifier app. So it's making 7 million bucks a month. Isn't that yeah. mind-boggling? That's crazy. So one of the ones that I did a few weeks ago was a PDF scanner. And for those of you who don't know, the iPhone, almost every native iPhone app, the Notes app and the Files app and a few others will give you that. They'll give you like a scanner app that will turn your image into a, a scanner. Not exactly a PDF, but similar. And so the answer is yes, there's obviously money. And they were making a lot of money, I shouldn't say, even, or I should say, even though it's a native feature of iOS, which means people don't just know about it. So yes, mm. people will go into the app store. Their intent is to find a PDF scanner. They'll just put a PDF scanner in. So I think there's definitely money in it if you do it right. But I would also look into really everything that you can do. You really need to look at organic, at paid. You just have to make sure that the economics are there for paid and like we said before, find those uh, exact match keywords. Don't do broad match. Don't do smart searches. Don't do any of those. Yeah. And there you can kind of like turn on all the channels you have. Because if you know that people are coming to the app store with this intent PDF scanner, and you know that others are making money, you can definitely make money. You don't need to burn money in order to make money. Yeah, I love it. This is really cool. Look, you can do I love PDF and you can see the popularity. Mm -hmm. I went to the full profile Man, this is worth paying for. Look at <laughs> look at all this stuff. Like honestly, you can see the trends. Here's what I look for, Ariel. And this is what the mm -hmm. data I'm using. Yeah. The weekends, not so good. So yeah. maybe what I like to try to do is run an app advice campaign maybe on a Saturday. Yep. Right. Get myself ready for that Monday lift. So yeah. I'll run it on Saturday where the downloads and intent is very low. Anyways, give away these downloads, give away the free stuff. Mm -hmm. right? So not performing, and then get ready for my peak days. Yeah. If I'm launching a PDF scanner, this is how I'm using this data. You can see that they're popular in Brazil by countries as well. So it's not even the US that are paying attention to Brazil as a hot market. So it's like gives you all that data when you're building before. You, here's what I think, Ariel. This is 
me being in the business for like 10 plus years, building apps for like 12 plus years, I've had some many failures and a couple of success <laughs> from the app stuff, but I don't care anymore what my idea is. Mm -hmm. I'm letting the keywords dictate because for me personally, I like to try to rank well for these keywords and have it on autopilot, right? Mm -hmm. We have an app that's making about eight to 10,000. It's on autopilot. I don't have to do anything. That's impressive. It's download, right? And so we, I'm trying to replicate that. And mm -hmm. essentially I want, I'm letting the ASO and the keywords tell me what mm -hmm. to build next versus me figuring out, I want to build this app idea. I think it's super smart and it, it cuts both ways. If you have a, uh, an idea, you can use the keywords to help kind of focus that idea. But if you know that you want to build something, you're trying to build a business at the end of the day. If there was one specific app you wanted to do, you would have done it already. If you're trying to get ideas, you're, you're getting ideas for your business and the business needs to grow. Think about it like a business. Yeah, I love it. Okay, we got a, Pernob says, hey, Ariel, a new app figures dashboard looks great. Hello, that's awesome. Love it. And then go for it. For new app published on stores, launching an ads companion is necessary. I don't think it's necessary. Go for it. But I'm going to break that down in a, live, in a future live stream, live workshop Ooh. in a month. So we're, we're planning the date out. We, we think we got a date and I'll keep you posted on that. And then Sam says, please share experience with ChatBT. Gotcha. All right, Ariel, anything yeah. else that we want to cover before we say goodbye? No, I think we covered it all. I think we're way over time, which is we good. Are. It just means there are endless questions. There were, dude. <laughs> I love and, it. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I love to do. I love talking to people and I love it. I love helping. So right. it makes sense. Well, this is great. Ricardo wanted the round three. We gave you the round three. Gave round three. Wait, Adrian. who won round three? Who won round three? Put some yeah. comments in there. We had completely we'll forgot. We just joked. You need this, Ariel. You got to You got to. I know. I know. You need this. We need so a tiebreaker. All right, well, I'm going to do a plug one more time while you guys vote one last time. It is appfigures.com. Ariel's got a great YouTube channel that you guys should check out. I'll link that into the show notes. And if you, well, Ariel, if the audience wants to connect with you in any other way, you want to send them anywhere else? Uh, I'm on Twitter. Ariel Michaeli is my, is my handle. I'm also on all the other new things that are happening these days, but on Twitter is where you're going to find me. I'm also LinkedIn with my name and I am on where else? I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash appfigures. And you can email me, ariel.m at appfigures.com. This awesome. may be a big mistake, but, you know, email me. It'll be fun. I love it. All right, do that. All right. And then George gave me an S. Ricardo said he won. So I, I'll, <laughs> let's just say I won that one. And then Sam says, when are you going to come back? Well, we'll decide that too. To Whatever you have me. <laughs> well, you have an open invite, my friend. All oh. right. <laughs> Next week, we're going to talk to George and we're going to talk about ASO as well. We're going to talk about how alternative UA channels, which I love, and some of the UA channels that are specific to your categories as well. He's got great experience with ASO. So if you like this theme, we're going to talk about that with George next week as well. So we're live every Friday. We're going to be back. I don't think I'm going anywhere. Every <laughs> Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Ariel, thank you so much for coming on doing this. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. This was a blast. I hope people enjoyed it. They did, man. There's a lot of activity <laughs> I didn't even get through. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye-bye-bye. Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.